people and welcome to life on earth mm. and today is all about you so i want to see you in the chat if you are watching live i know a lot of people more than the people who take it in live take it in after the fact but if you're watching us live i need you in the chat because there's going to be audience participation today i've got questions for you and fortunately i've also got answers but i want to hear your answers that is what i want welcome to life on earth today is all about you and selfishness selfishness here i've got props look at this look at that the vert oh no that's the art of selfishness where the hell did this come from <laughs> wow open. has anybody ever seen this one before actually a pretty good book on how to practice self-interest and it came out in 1937 who would have thought but no 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 here's the book we want to talk about there you go ayn rand the virtue of selfishness we got to talk about selfishness because there's a few areas in which I'm not going to point any fingers. Me personally, I myself have areas I could stand to work in. And yeah, judging by some of the folks that I interact with, not just on the internet, but IRL as well, y'all could do a little bit too. Let's talk about that. Audience participation today. So please do chime in in the chat. Let us know if you are out there. So I've got five tips covering five areas in which you, and again, I'm pointing my finger at myself too, you are not selfish enough. According to Robert and maybe Amy Nacer. <laughs> you say that like you think this is just some random opinion that carries no more weight than anybody else's. No, so far your logic has been quite solid. So. Damn right. So, <laughs> you know, of course, we're going to have fun today. Anytime I'm asking for audience participation, we're going to have fun. Sky Saunders, Skylar is in the chat. Oh, Super cool. Salute you. to you as well. And I want to hear your answers to these as well. So enough. Five tips. We're going to do this quick. It'll last a while, but it's going to go quick. Five tips. Number one, you need to realize, because too many of you don't, that philosophy objectivism and philosophy in general is the owner's manual for life it's not about winning arguments or even winning political battles although a good philosophy can do both of those things it's not what it's for as satisfying as that might seem you know raking your enemies over the coals <laughs> hey i'm into that as much as the next guy maybe more than most draining the swamp Draining the swamp. Or, yeah, draining uh, the philosophical swamp. Driving the whatever party crazy or nuts, or I, I forget exactly what they say. <laughs> yeah, well, hearing the lamentations of their women. Oh no, that's that's that movie. No, the real fun, the real fun is in the achievement of values. You know, not just vanquishing your enemies and fighting disvalues. I want you to be too selfish to sacrifice not even for the greater cause of objectivism much less right-wing politics no i want you to be too selfish to sacrifice when you do fight i want you to fight for specific selfish self-interested specific ends reasons when you fight because lord knows i fight I'm on the Ayn Rand Center UK channel. I fight all the time. But when I fight, I know what I'm fighting for. And I know 
what's in it for me? Now, you might already do this, but are you living like you really get it? Or are you of the mind, you know, nobody actually reads the owner's manual. Those of us in the, in the electronics, engineering, computer field are quite familiar with the expression RTFM, read the manual. Mm. And yes, read the manual. So here's your manual here. Again, the virtue of selfish. Well, we could say Atlas Shrugged. I would say the Fountainhead. That's my personal manual. Read the manual, but put it into practice. So here's what I want you to share from the chat for this number one tip. First tip, show me in the chat. Oh, cool. Equal to reality is in the chat as well. What is, and it doesn't have to be a long answer, what is the impact of philosophy on your life? Your real life, your real, what you actually do and live and experience your psychology, your profession. You know, it, it's one of those things so where- Amy, what yeah. has philosophy done for you lately? So um, it's one of these things that, um, it, it's one of these things I need to get a little bit more consistent with like the daily, day-to-day -day sort of little things in my day. Me too. You know, you know, being more conscientious about, you know, how I design my day, you know, how to curate your, your hours, you know, um, actually stopping to break for lunch, things I rarely do <laughs> because I'm so busy. You know, you think of a lot of that as being kind of subjective or at least not important. So it's, you know, it's not a sign of rationality that you eat meals at reasonable times. Maybe if you're eating a lot of junk food, maybe that's irrational, <laughs> right. but just living a reasonable schedule, that can't possibly be something philosophy can help you with. Oh, yes, it can. <laughs> yes, it can. And, I, and I, I'm guilty of not applying it to that. So, I mean, they're, they're, it was the big things. It was like the big things in my life. You know, what I wanted to do as a career, you know, who I wanted to marry. Um, yeah, no, seriously. I hear more about that. Seriously. Um, oh, you know, I mean, even, you know, who, when I was super, 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 super young, a hundred years ago, um, who I dated. Five years ago. <laughs> um, and, and all that. So, you know, and why I do what I do and the kinds of artistic endeavors that I have and, and what it means to me and making sure that it has, has meaning, has, has, has real, um, deep uh, life enriching meaning for me and that I can actually spell out into words and, uh, and, and I can feel really, really good about and be proud of because I know it's a, an explicit articulation of the virtues that I hold. Um, but yeah, yeah, those, those little things, you know, like, oh, it's noon, oh, but I still have more work to do <laughs> and not getting up off my butt. <laughs> so, And I don't mean to give you, Amy, a hard time or anybody listening out there a hard time because in your day-to-day -day practices, you're not necessarily as consistent, as completely rational, as, as you know, logical and as you could be. Again, I present these shows because I need this advice as much as anybody out there. But if you look in the show notes for today's episode, I did put in some practical tips above and beyond what we're going to talk about. So robertnacer.com slash show notes, you'll see all of that there. <laughs> Equal to reality in the chat, who I believe is like I was an IT professional, but he's a, on the software engineering side says it's loading. I guess you're not ready to give your answer yet to the question. <laughs> what is the impact, the real impact? specific impact of philosophy on your life. But yes, tip number one is read the manual, put it into effect. You may already be doing that. 
maybe you could do it a bit more. I, I know I could be more consistent and get even more juice out of this amazing philosophy. Let me jump to number two. But before I do, again, we're on the Ayn Rand Center UK. So one of the things I've got to say is thank you to the producer. Thank you to the people behind the scenes. And thank you to those of you who are members or who contribute. And we would love to see, if you want to put in a super chat in the chat, hit the dollar sign, make your message stand out. Well, that would be very cool. It supports the channel. If you're not already a member, membership link is right at the top of the chat. And you can even become a member of the YouTube channel. You'll see that next to the dollar sign down there if you're not already a member. So very cool. Jump right to number two. I said we're going to go quick today. Well, we do actually have something in the chat. Do we? Mm -hmm. I was watching it, but then I didn't catch that update. Oh, PAL Reason says, philosophy leads me to think real hard on how I judge my new acquaintances and my handling of my daily life. See, that's cool. Yeah. And that is what, what I appreciate that. I, I send you kudos for that. And it's what, it's what we need more of. And I'll get into the reasons why we need even more of that as we go along. But that is very cool. Equal to reality says, I'm not that consistent yet. Man, I know that feeling. I know trying to work my way up to, oh yeah, now, now I'm acting the way an objectivist should be acting. It's one of these things that I always think about during the day. And then by the end of the day, I completely forget about, which is um, I think, hmm, maybe I should write down what I did today, like hour by hour and kind of inventory what I've done, um, kind of do a little bit of a postmortem, just kind of evaluate what what happened, if it was good for me, if it was, you know, because honestly, guys, and you, everybody in the audience knows this, we, you know, we get to a certain age, I mean, even by the time in your 30s, or your late 20s, you've automatized so many behaviors, so many actions, and they come, you know, they're the it's like you're on autopilot. And, um, and, and you, you know, it's really, sometimes it's difficult to uh, evaluate these things in our lives um, because, you know, <laughs> days go by so quick. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, to sit down, have a little diary um, sketched out, um, even in general for your day and what happened and what went right, what went wrong, what kind of thing did I get meaning out of, um, I think is very helpful. Yes. Between morning pages, you know, brainstorming and doing introspection and doing journaling in general, keeping track of what you've done, what you've accomplished, which doesn't have to be that difficult. Part of the problem that I run into when I try to give a journal is I want to go out and buy a new leather binder and a really good pen and write really neatly and do it every day. And I'm just setting myself up for failure. I've been through that before. It's no, it's the, this, just get something down, anything down. This journal is too beautiful to write in. Yes. <laughs> Whatever I write in this journal is going to be stupid. And, and then you don't write into it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 So the, uh, think of uh, Jack White in the song Blue Orchid who says, something's better than nothing. <laughs> so, yes, something is better than nothing. Absolutely. All right, let me jump to number two. Second way in which you might not be selfish enough. You need to master that mind-body connection. And be healthy, be active and eat well, all of that for sure. And Amy, that's an area where you've got me beat this year. You've Whoa. been amazing this year. Mic drop. Um, yeah, I've been Getting tracking. healthy, looking good. 
yeah, I've been losing weight. I've been getting healthy. I've been eating whole foods. Um, it's still a challenge and it's still something that, I mean, I really give myself a lot of credit because I've automatized a lot of these habits in terms of eat what I eat. But at the same time, I think, you know, what, what happens on every Sunday? Well, well, every Sunday we have our five minutes podcast, um, at 6 PM Eastern time, um, on the robertnacer.com. You can look that up. So, but every Sunday I'm like, mm, this t- today would be a great day to food prep for the week. <laughs> yeah. And then we do a podcast and the podcast no. wraps up after seven o'clock and, and then you just want to relax. And I'm like, I want to watch a movie. Maybe we need and, to move that, but we've been doing it that way for three years now. Oh, it's just, it's, I, it's, it's a bad thing. I mean, I, I, I should say this. I don't, I don't want to beat myself up too much and I don't want to beat up anybody out there who doesn't do food prep, but dang, that would make such a great, it would be such a value to my life. Yes. So for all <laughs> of us, totally. Now I didn't mean just to focus on be active, be healthy and eat well, because, and here's where I think a lot of us miss out. Uh, it certainly took a lot for me and I still got a ways to go. Be skilled, develop your skills, be brave, be mindful, be present. Mind body connection. Do you trust yourself? If so, great. But if not, what would it take for you to rebuild that trust in your own habits, in your own schedule, in your own physical activity and and the mindset that gets you there? So do sports a little, dance a little, sing a little, romance a little or a lot, do it all. You know, uh, uh, was it Nico's pointing out earlier this week, there's the mistake of becoming a jack of all trades, a master of none. And so focus, he, he would say focus on one thing. I say focus on a couple of things that matter to you. My expression is I'm a jack of all trades, a master of some. <laughs> yes. But either way, share those and show off, be cocky. Not in a bad way, in a false way, in a false bravado, but real bravado. So here's what I want to know from you in the chat. <laughs> oh, the chat's been great there. Audrey <laughs> Lee you. loves the earrings. Thank you. Yeah, these are my ghosty earrings. They're really nice, aren't they? They're so beautiful. Those are, those are really good. Yeah, you have to have a selfish spirit. <laughs> oh, spirit. I get I it. Know. I get it. No, that's, that's no it's, it's all about spooky season already. It's uh, It's already October, folks. Mm. <laughs> so summer's ended weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because Christopher Smith in the chat said dead a diary. And then he cracked himself. He meant to write dear diary, but you know. And then I said, um, I'll write a diary when I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was I think that was a Freudian slip on his part. I'll get some sleep when I'm dead too. Yeah. Yeah. You all know what a Freudian slip is. It's when you say one thing, but you mean your mother. No, there's slippers in, in the shape of cigars. so in the chat for this tip number two i want you to tell me well what is what is your superpower what is it about you that you do do that voodoo and that is awesome about you so well yes (laughs) what is your superpower do you work out or or do you read a lot like i'm lousy with reading classic literature i finally succumbed to audiobooks even though i I'm one of those people who's prejudiced, and I don't think reading an audiobook is really reading. But 
I've been doing a lousy job catching up on the books I should have read by this time in my life and haven't. So I'm working on that. What is your superpower? What are you good at? What is it that you do do? That, <laughs> that voodoo, voodoo that, that you, you do, do so well. well. Yes. You know what I do? What do you do? I can scroll on Facebook for hours at a time. <laughs> I'm sure your, your scrolling finger is muscular beyond belief. Well, you can flamenco dance. That's pretty damn awesome. Well, not just that you can, but you do. Yeah, I do. And I fact, yeah, sometimes you get paid for it. So sometimes you get paid for yeah. it. Yeah. And right after this session here, right yeah. after the podcast, you're going to flamenco practice. That's cool. I am. That is something to strut about. Thank you. For folks who are friends of mine on Facebook and Amy's on Facebook, you probably saw she even gave a small flamenco exhibition. At the rock and roll picnic yeah, last did, weekend. Yeah, did a demonstration. Super cool. So feel free to share. <laughs> oh, equal to reality. That that's that's a superpower of a kind. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I I'm an excellent troller, especially when it comes to trolling against people who Tell are it. anti-abortion. Tell it. Tell Whoops. it. Whoops. <laughs> Well, Skylar says, I read a great deal. I listen to audiobooks while reading books. I am reading nine books at one time, a page at a time. It's an experiment. It's going rather well, I must say. Now, for people in the objectivist community, you know, Skylar doesn't just read, he writes. So very, very cool. Yes. Yes. And, 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 uh, and pal reason, I'm just going to call you pal reason, uh, 50 minute daily swim, two planned meals, go to bed early and sober and sleep with the windows open. Oh my gosh. It sounds like heaven. Sounds like you're, you're curating some great days there. This is the kind of stuff I want to see. Audrey Lee says I'm excellent at art and I have an awesome attention to detail. I don't doubt that you have an awesome attention to detail and that it is awesome. That's in more ways than one. Too cool. So yes, yes, definitely master that mind and body connection. And by that, I mean, don't just live with these ideas, live these ideas. And that leads us right to number three. Number three, a quick one, be proud. Mm. Practice pride. Now I've talked before, we've talked before. Ayn Rand's definition of pride is that pride is a virtue. Pride is not accepting less than excellence in every area of your life. We also know pride is synonymous with self-esteem, but here we're talking Not what you achieve, but what you do. Pride is a virtue. Pride is a kind of action, the actual activity or policy about your actions, moral ambition. You know, you know, okay, moral ambition. All right. Yeah. So before you get into all that, um, because you can (laughs) twist your yourself into knots thinking, ooh, I should be more like Daggy Taggart. I should be more like Howard Rourke. And um, no, 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 no. First, what you got to do, and yeah. by the way, this is not a subjective exercise. I'm this sure. is not arbitrary. Okay. You need to figure out what you value, what you actually Ooh. like, what you, what, what you actually like. It's what you value. It's what you value. It's and so, value. so then, then after you say, hmm, Amy, what do I like? And I'll say, Amy, I like this, 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 that, like bunnies. Okay. I like bunnies. All right. 
Um, well, I'm not really doing so much action on that right right now. But have you um, ever owned a bunny? Yes, I have. Have We've you had, owned more than one bunny? Yes, we have. Well, then you have lived and, your values, and I've lived my values for sure. And I love bunnies so very much. Yeah. And, and I can, I donate to a great rabbit rescue called Great Lakes Rabbit Sanctuary. That's true. Even while we're in a point where we don't have bunnies in our right. life, you are engaged with the world of bunnies. Yes, and I know that they I know where they exist, and I know where I can even visit one if I wanted to. So anyway. At, you know, it's not an arbitrary, subjective thing to ask yourself, what do you like? And sometimes you can't really justify it to yourself. And Ayn Rand made this point with regard to when she talked to Marianne Suras. You don't have to say, I like bunnies because um, of, of this, this, that, and that. And bunnies represent uh, product productiveness and integrity. <laughs> I don't know. You can say I like bunnies because they are, are charming. They have very funny habits as animals, as, as pets. And I, 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 you know, I have a good relationship with these perceptual furry creatures and they really add to my life right. and, and in so many different ways. And they enrich my life in so many different ways. And you can spill all that out, but you don't have to. You know what? You don't have to, not just yet. You can eventually, of course, you have to understand why you like a value, why you like things. So then after you understand why you like something, put that into action, go out and get it, go out and, um, uh, you know, and, and a value is that which one acts to gain and or keep the definition. Um, so go out and get it. And uh, when you do get it, when you do achieve that value, you can, you um, you can say, you know what? I love that about me. I love the fact that I act on my values and I'm proud of that. And I'm proud of being proud. That's what that is. That's exactly right. Well, you, you covered that. Um, what did I have in my oh, notes? Yeah. Demand the best from yourself. Courage and confidence. Be braver. Realize that zero risk tolerance means a life spent in the comfort zone, a synonym for a self-imposed jail cell. That's not selfishness. That's a self-imposed self-denial. Be in the world. I want you to be in the world, the real world. You know, objectivists are all about reality. So please share in the chat, what are you proud of? And, oh. if, and if the answer is I'm proud of everything that I do, pick, you know, top one or two. And I got to give a shout out to Christopher Smith because he says, I don't know how else to put it, but this is the only thing that I'm good at is writing in the chat. No, <laughs> I think we understand uh, that you are a musician and you play guitar. So that's definitely something you should be proud of. All, all musicians should be proud of themselves for sure. And artists. Well, that, musicians know. are like rabbits. In that in the animal kingdom, rabbits have just carte blanche and automatic ticket to heaven, and just they're perfect in every way. And it's not that they're cocky or anything, it's just that's the reality of it. And musicians are like that, they're just better people. So yeah, yeah. That's true. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Christopher's pointing out that's an Eminem line. If you throw rap music lyrics in the chat, I'm just going to assume they're meant in earnest because <laughs> I know very few rap songs. When <laughs> <With> nothing. <laughs> Most of the rap songs I know are from a genre called nerdcore. So that gives yeah. you an idea. MC front a lot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And MC Hawking. What we need more of is science. Yes. MC Hawking. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> P.A.L. Reason says long walks alone in the sun 
anywhere. Nice. Sounds good to me. Sounds just fine by me. So let me jump to number four. I told you this would go quick. Selfishness for fun and profit. See, a lot of us aren't as selfish as we should be in making money and taking chances with money and making those chances pay off. Again, a certain amount of risk tolerance is required for you to be selfish. Get out there and take those chances and trade, trade spiritual values. You know, you've got to accept that if you're going to be selfish, if you're going to be successful, and that's the same thing, then you've got to accept there's a certain amount of engagement you've got to get involved in. Man, I have been very shy, you know, almost a loner at times in my life. And it was hard to accept that, man, I got to get engaged. I got to get out there. I got to trade. I've got to be persuasive. I've got to barter and trade spiritual values. Again, dance, music, sex, romance. Well, that's a Prince song, but all of those things. Get your hands dirty. You need dirt under your fingernails. You need to be in the real world. You need to be grounded. Be protective of your time, but even more importantly, use your time. I know people who are so good at boundaries that that's all they are is boundaries. Get out there and get engaged. Use your time. So share this in the chat. Here's a hypothetical for you. If you could have magically, subjectively, but no, seriously, if you could have 5%, just 5% more time and 5% more energy in each day, what activity would you take up that you have been putting off? You know, something that's on your someday list. If you could just magically have 5% more time. Get to bed early. Get to bed early. Get more sleep. You know, Peter Atia just released his book, Outlive. Uh, Yaron Brook has yeah. uh, reviewed it. How to live longer. And one of the big, big five, the big tips is sleep more. Get more sleep. Get good sleep, quality sleep. Did, did he say anything about naps? He didn't say anything about oh, nap. Well, okay. I haven't read the book yet. I've only read review, heard reviews. It's also a very good review and interview with Peter Atia on the Barry Weiss podcast. Oh, honestly. Okay. So you should listen to that one. Yeah, he gets, he gets into yet. it, but I don't recall him saying anything about naps. I want somebody out. I want an expert out there telling me that naps are just great. <laughs> and I'll extend my life. Yes. <laughs> Audrey Lee says exercise. Yeah. And equal to reality apparently knows Nerdcore because he mentions MC squared. Oh, is that a rap, an actual rapper? Yes. Oh, nice. So there you go. Awesome. Nerdcore. Yeah. 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 MC Front a lot got a little too political and yeah. really left wing. It took all the fun out of angry it. And but if you find his early stuff. Oh, so good. From uh, Song Fight. Yeah. Um, the old Song Fight. So like 15 years ago? Yeah. On his website, they used to be in a category called Old Ass Songs. I don't know mm -hmm. if they're still out there, but those were the best. They were. Yeah. When he was still kind of building up the the, the person that he was going to be. And before he got all into politics and yeah, we saw him live uh, one time, actually. We did see him live. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He was still pretty good at that point. Yeah, I always found his uh he had a um kind of like a writing or mu musician partner, and the, his name was Bad Spella. Bad Spella was one of his backup <laughs> musicians. That's right. 
Ipsy frontalata and bad speller. A-H at the end, if you can't hear that in our ridiculous enunciations. Oh, it's great. Good times. Very cool. So yes, what would you do? What would you do if you had 5% more time, 5% more energy? And the neat thing is that 5% more time, 5% more energy, you can actually pull those out of thin air. I've talked about that on previous shows. Maybe I'll do an episode on that. Steal some of the tricks of the motivational psychologists or people like David Seabury in his book, The Art of Selfishness, will tell you how to get 5% more time or 5% more energy in your day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anthony Robbins is good with that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I know that uh, Mark on the uh, ARC UK is on a lot of the reality shows. He has studied some of uh, Anthony Robbins materials. I'm sure he could tell you how to get 5-10% more time and energy in any given day. And there's a lot of tricks, a lot of ways to do that. Uh, For example, just do everything a little bit faster. Like, oh, that'll use up energy. The amazing thing is it doesn't. It gives you more energy. It's a it's a challenge. It's a trick. It's something you've got to practice. It doesn't yeah. come easy. So, so um so Sky uh Skyler, yes, in the chat, uh says I would take up uh transforming government schools to private and getting the state out of healthcare. <laughs> All right. That <laughs> is ex- two things. That's exactly the kind of answer that I wanted to see because I wanted to make this point. You need to be more selfish than that. And what I mean is, it's great if you want to fight government schools. I have fought government schools. A lot of us are yeah, fighting government yeah, schools. Yeah. We, we've been in, in front of school boards a lot. But you've got to realize, if you're going to be part of that fight, there's only so much you can get done. And you've got to accept that and say, the fight is an end in itself. It's a pleasure for me to yeah. have the impact I'm going to have and engage in those specific activities of attending school school boards and doing petitions and getting vote drives out for people you know are the worst at that, doing the actual things that will get you actual results. And if you don't ever achieve what you're hoping to get, because frankly, in fighting government, you will often be fighting just on the principle of it and you will not get the result. You got to decide, was that worth it? Was that satisfying? Was that enjoyable? Did that scratch my itch of righteous indignation. Because if it doesn't, because if you're trying to change the whole world single-handed, read the essay, what can one do? It's not going to happen. And it becomes selfless. And you don't want that. You You got to be more selfish than that. Well, while you're doing it, okay, first of all, number one, you have to have a strategy. Number two, you need to know your limitations. As Dirty Harry says, one of my favorite quotes, quotes, man's got to know his limitations. Um, So, and and then while you're doing it, kind of keep monitoring yourself about what you like about it. Because if you think, well, you know what, I'm going to be, I'm just going to swoop in with my cape. And I've done this before, by the way, I'm told, I totally get it. I was politics. Well, I was a state committee woman for the GOP in Michigan before Trump. Before Trump. Before Trump. (laughs) As soon as Trump came on on the scene, I'm like, see ya, when want to be ya. And um, so uh, I understand that. And it's, 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 it's a lot. You have to have a lot of patience. You have to have a lot of patience for sitting in front of school boards or town hall meetings while they they go through their horrible Robert's rules for meetings and their minutes and you're sitting there and oh my God, you're gonna die. And but and but you have to keep your eye on the prize and you gotta say, 
I want to move this forward. I'm going to have three minutes to get up there on the podium to say what I want to say at this meeting. And um, and I'm, I'm going to make it clear, concise. And I'm sure you know, know all this. You know, a lot of people out there uh, right now who are listening to this are good writers, you know, including you, Skylar. So, um, yeah, you just have to know what you're looking for personally. Know what you're looking for selfishly. And if you can come out of there and say, you know what? The three hours that I sat on my butt during that meeting for the three minutes that I got it to speak was worth it. Um, yeah. yeah. So and Skylar probably knows that, but it's a mistake all of us make. We get involved in a cause and at some point it becomes a lost cause and we become altruists. We become not explicit altruists, but it yeah. becomes a sacrifice. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, I won't go into the details of it, but I'm going through a situation right now where there's something I really, 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 really love. And it looks like something bad's going to happen to it. So I'm going to say, <laughs> um, and, and there are people who I know who kind of are in charge of what's going to happen to it. And I don't know them very well, um, but I want to communicate with them. I've already kind of opened up the channels to, to communicating with them, but I need to figure out a strategy. And, and, but then again, I have to tell myself, oh my gosh, Amy, you know, stop because I'm spinning my wheels at this point, trying to come up with a strategy. And instead of just doing it, I need to just do it and let the chips fall where they may and figure out, figure out what to do next based on my actions, not on my non-actions at this point. That that's an issue because um, sometimes you have to confront things that are kind of scary and uh, especially when you're you're confronting people who are altruistic in a, in a way that is, you know, sometimes you just don't you don't feel like you can really reason with them. Um, but you you need to sometimes you, you just have to ask yourself whether or not it's worth it to you. Um, so, yeah, there are a lot of questions to ask and a lot of self-monitoring to do um, the thing you can't or you shouldn't, hopefully, is to hurt yourself by engaging in altruistic acts and you're constantly focused on other, what other people are doing and how awful they are. Because that's easy to do. <laughs> okay, anyway, yeah. Yes, yes, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the chat here. We, we got great chat going on. But then I just realized I have not seen a super chat yet. I need super chats. Oh, yeah. Well, the super chats super go to super chat. Ian Rand Center in the United Kingdom. <laughs> I, I don't want to have to put in a super chat Cheerio. and then have that be the only super chat. So hook <laughs> me up, folks. Help me out. Cheerio, governor. If you Send are us a super chat. Yes. What did I say? Hot, Selfishness for fine profit. Show us that you've made profit. Share some of the wealth. Thank you, folks. Do appreciate that. As soon as it happens, I will approve. It's going to happen. I know somebody besides me is going to put in a super chat. See, see, Christopher Smith comes through. Hey. Too cool. You're the best. I feel much better now. Between you and me, we've got a couple in there. I would love to see more. Let's make that happen. But I told you this would be a quick episode. Let me get right to number five. Can you believe there's been five already? Don't worry. I'll recap. But number five. This will be the most controversial thing I'm going to say. Ooh. 
And the way in which I see in the objectivist community, probably not among anybody I see in the chat, but in the objectivist community, the way in which I see most people, <clears throat> especially really young people and really old people, who miss out, who are not as selfish as they should or could be. Number five, realize people are just the best. <laughs> it's true. Even if they're scary altruists, they're usually pretty good. Well, <laughs> when you say that, people immediately think of the worst of people. And there are lousy people out there. We talk about them on the reality show every day, so I'm not going to try to deny that. But but usually people are pretty reasonable. People are the best, and you deserve to engage with them. People, you know, the better people. These are this is the source of all of the abundance around you. These cameras and computers, but these houses and this music. And these pianos and this guy's music. That was not intentional. <laughs> and it certainly was not music. <laughs> but the the things that surround us, like automobiles and the roads and the stores and the coffee shops. Mm. Lord, thank you for the coffee shops. And the department stores and the movie theaters. And I could go on and on. And on the source of all the abundance around you, the creation and the production, which you, you get to match with your own creation, your own production, and then trade for all these things you want. So do so, trade yeah. and express your gratitude for the opportunity. We are surrounded by miracles, not least of which is ourselves. And that comes from no, not necessarily objectivists, but just decent people. Yes. The world would be in a far worse state if most people weren't pretty damn awesome. Yeah. P uh, Pal Reason says, let people talk, listen, and hear how good most people are. Darn right. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, oh, by the way, Greg, Greg the Baker. Woo! bacon wonderful bread greg um yeah he he said that he for for him he would uh like to do more baking <laughs> but not eat at all <laughs> yes i would like that too actually yeah well he says we're we're such a controversial mix of folk and he's absolutely right about that the reason why i give shout outs to people in our chat is because although we're controversial the worst people don't listen to a show like this so we know only the best well, people are there you know i gotta say um michael Leibowitz, who's pretty amazing like he's wearing a cape and everything like he's got superpowers oh. and uh yeah so he uh was talking about um how he's actually had people you know i know professors or intellectuals or however from you know different areas <laughs> of philosophy oh, yeah. yeah he invites um, everybody on his podcast show. the rational egoist yeah and and i need to listen to more of him because um he said that you know there are a few times where he's had people on and they come in with their presumptions about ayn rand's objectivism especially her rational egoism and uh, he he then helps them to understand that what they're talking about is not what she was saying. And at least in some substantial ways, they are open to reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's that's really good. Yeah, because I've seen cool. that. I, I've seen that. I've I've tried to help people. 
there are really excellent thinkers out there outside of objectivism. And I, and I write to them and sometimes, and I try to help them. Um, yeah. And uh, sometimes People, they necessarily doesn't really work, but <laughs> I try. <laughs> you know, anytime I look at anything that I didn't build. Yeah. You know, Barack Obama's in that somewhere out there saying, you didn't build that. Well, to hell with that. Cause I built the value equivalent and traded for it. Yes. But the kernel of truth there was, it's amazing how much stuff is out there that I get to enjoy in my life that was produced by somebody, not me. Yeah. You know, the, the fallacy of the, you didn't build that as well, but I produced the value equivalents and traded them all the more reason, again, going back to pride for you to be proud, proud of what you've done, but people really are just the best. And the people who aren't the best, because there's a lot of parasites out there, a lot of irrational people out there, they don't matter. That's why Dagny Taggart, crash lands, wakes up and says, we never had to take any of it seriously, did we? <laughs> and the most important person in the world looks at her and says, no, we never had to. Now, there's a lot of stuff we got to take seriously. There's a lot of stuff out there that we've got to fight. There's a lot of stuff out there we've got to protect ourselves against. There's a lot of actions we've got to take against what's going on out there. But once you've done all of that, you've bought your insurance and you've got locks on your door and you support your local police and you do whatever it takes to protect yourself from disvalues. Then we need to get back to enjoying the world, including the people out there. So a lot of us are not selfish enough in that regard. So here's a question for you. Share this in the chat. What's one thing in your life which, one thing in your life which, if you think about it, is pretty damn amazing, but which you totally take for granted? <laughs> I know. For me, there's a list. I mean, you know, running water and electricity. And, and I know people who oh, answer and say, oh, well, I pay for all of that. Yes, I understand that. It doesn't well, change the fact that I'm enormously grateful for the opportunity to trade for that. So what came up for you? Because you're kind of laughing there. If you think about it, it's pretty darn amazing for which, you know, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where I don't know if I really take it for granted. No, you're so pretty aware. I, I, I am, but. Like flamenco, I know you're grateful for. Oh, yeah. And the fact that you get to participate in that but that they've been developing that stuff for hundreds of years. Well, you know, okay. So like in the chat, you know, so uh, Greg says, you know, he's talking about Michael Leibowitz and mm -hmm. uh, is quite the charmer considering his past, perhaps because of his past. Well, there's a lot to consider. And, um, and it's true. Leibowitz has said, look, if you don't want to associate with me, if you don't want to be friends with me, because you can't get over I mean, what I've done, he's not going to hold that against me you. Because of my prior actions, now, a lot of people would have you. a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. Well, I've reformed. You should like me now. No, he's yeah, not like right. that. Right. Right. That, that's great. That's very, very honest and uh, respectful of other people and respectful of himself. Um, because <laughs> James Fallon says the Nasers. Now, James, I appreciate <laughs> that you value us, but the one thing you don't do is take us for granted. Yes. And we don't take you for granted <laughs> either. Great. You're the best. You, in so many ways, you are the star of the Ayn Rand Center UK. Yeah. We have movie stars on the channel. People are great at what they do, but James, you are the best. So, okay. Yes. We love you, Jimmy. Oh my gosh. Um, so we have talked in the past about things that we're proud of or thing, you know, that 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 are not necessarily like going after values. 
and getting them. It's more of like running away from disvalues <laughs> and, yeah. and avoiding them completely yeah. forever. Uh, yay. Um, and, you know, in, in Michael Leibowitz's case, that certainly applies, you know, uh. he's, he's had to not only gain values, but run away, keep away, avoid uh, tons of disvalues. And now that's also my case too, which sometimes I kind of take for granted. And sometimes I feel like is like, I feel like the life I lived in my, you know, up until I was, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's a complete delineation, but there's a part of my life where I, I grew up on the wrong side of the tracks. Um, and it, not, not that I, I did anything, you know, terrible or anything like that. It was just that I had to go through a lot of horrible things. Um, not too horrible now. Okay. But it was no, pretty bad not compared to some people, but still <laughs> to some people, but, but, you know, I didn't have supportive parents. I didn't, I didn't have a dad growing up. You know, I just had my mom who was a single mom and she, she didn't know what she was doing oftentimes. And she couldn't really help me get into a situation that was good for me. By the time I was an adult, it was, it was just very on, you know, not happy. And, um, and, and, you know, it'd have been nice if I had other people in my life growing up. <laughs> I'll just say that. But anyway, looking back, um, you know, I grew up around alcoholics. You know, my mom had been an alcoholic. Well, by the time I, you know, she was raising us, she had stopped that. Um, but, you know, my dad was an alcoholic. My brother was an alcoholic. Um, a bunch of people around us were alcoholics. And, and it was really not a good situation for a child to grow up in um half the people who transferred from like middle school to our high school didn't make it to high school <laughs> or didn't make it to ninth grade uh, because it was just the not area, the best neighborhood either. not the best neighborhood not the best people people being raised by the grandparents okay. um anyway anyway so sometimes I look back and I I I, I kind of don't remember that. Or I, tr I, maybe I just don't want to remember it. Um, and I think, you know, here I am, I'm expecting a lot from myself. And I, I, I forget that I had challenges growing up. I just did not have the same opportunities that a lot of people do. And, um, but in a lot of ways, I actually did because I, I had, I, I had my selfish spirit my little ghosts of selfishness uh, past and future. Well, it's a good reminder because I don't ever want to do an episode like this and have people be hard on themselves. Right. It's not the point. The point isn't, oh, what should I have been doing better? Should I have been more selfish? It's more, what could I do better? Hey, how can I get even more out of this philosophy? Yeah, yeah. But but nobody really get pats themselves on the back and says, because it's not really... I know sometimes it's not very real, psychologically real to say, oh, Amy, great job that you're not, not an alcoholic, <laughs> you know, but in a way I have to give myself credit for that. I do. And, um, and I'm, I am proud of that fact. And I worked hard not to be in that situation. I worked hard to find better people in my life. And, and I have, and, um, and I've worked hard to gain the habits that that have brought me so many values in my life, which I'm super grateful for. And I'm proud of myself for. Outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Skylar says one thing about my life, which is pretty damn amazing, but which I take for granted. 
is the fact that we have language to communicate. <laughs> yeah, you're so right. It is and in English language, the best language ever. Well, that's debatable, but in, you know, I think Ayn Rand agreed and said something at one point about how it allowed us to communicate in ways that other languages don't. Uh, that combination of both both metaphor, of shades, of colors, of concepts, and at the same time, a certain amount of precision that makes it a powerful language. Craig Lewis says supermarkets, of course, one of the temples of the human spirit. <laughs> yes, because Audrey Lee had said the worldwide availability of food. It's it's a common meme out there. I don't understand how socialists can walk into a supermarket and say there's something wrong with markets, with, with capitalism, with uh, trade. Yes, I totally get that. But yes, yeah, supermarkets are absolutely temples of the human spirit. Yes, love that. Cities, evidence of the will, ingenuity, and beauty of man. You know, Audrey, you're so right. And again, I take it for granted, but I also don't take it for granted. So absolutely. Yeah, evidence of free will. Yeah, and equal to reality yeah. provides us, I would say, the internet. It is the thing that allows me to know anything I want from cooking recipes to philosophy to I am alone with my ideas. Oh, there are fellow travelers. There are fellow travelers. Yeah. Absolutely. So thank you for sharing that and letting us be fellow travelers. So as we get near the, the top of the hour, I'm going to wrap this up. The short version. Five areas in which you could be more selfish. Five tips I'm going to give you to do that. Number one, use this philosophy. Use it good. Use it for your own good. It's not about complaining, arguing. No, use this philosophy. It's the owner's manual for life. Number two, master reality. Produce, create, and sing, and dance, and compete, and win, and share, and love and celebrate. Use this stuff. Master reality. Number three, practice pride. Again, not self-esteem. I mean the virtue. Practice pride. Achieve self-esteem of the value in the world out there. Number four, get dirty. Get dirt under your fingernails. Be willing to take risks. Be a little risk tolerant, but engage. Get out there and get dirty. Get in the world. Take chances. You deserve that. And your selfishness demands at least a certain amount of it. And number five, finally, own, O-W-N, own the world. And that includes embracing the people in the world. You can do that. You deserve to do that. You should do that. It is in your self-interest to do that. You know, self-interest is big. It's massive. It's all-encompassing. You know, Ben Shapiro. And even like Freddie Nietzsche and Manny Kant. Freddie Nietzsche, Peachy. They were wrong. Manny Kant. Selfishness, rational self-interest is not about just being a taker. And it's not about being a giver. And it's certainly not about being a loner. Don't be a taker or don't just be a taker. And well, don't be a giver or not just a giver. giver. Right. And don't be a loner, not in the sense of opting out of everything. If you are a taker, ask yourself, well, by what right? And if you're a giver, ask yourself, is this an honest and just relationship? And if you're a loner, 
neither giving nor taking. Ask yourself, well, what if I engaged? If you are fully expressed in every area, not just giving or just taking, nor sitting on the sidelines, but consistently, enthusiastically, and profitably engaging, interacting, trading, celebrating living, then ask yourself, are you proud? Are you happy? Amy, did you have anything else you wanted to say before I wrap up? Oh, I'm just looking at these really awesome comments. The chat has been great today. Thank you, guys. Oh, you really goodness. are the, the best audience in podcasting. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it, it kind of, yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I, well, number one, I think that we're winning. <laughs> um, we are winning. These we're not... ideas are really, they are getting out there. Obviously, we have this channel to get them out there on. And um, well, they're winning if they are working for yeah, you in right. your life. Yeah, that's true. Too. We may or may not Models. save the world before it collapses. But if these ideas are working in your life. Yeah. If they're working, yeah. we are winning. The moral is the practical. This is about you. Yeah. Yeah, we want to save the world too. So we'll do that. But it's not about that. It's about you, your life on earth. That's what we are here for. Yeah. And, and well, the last thing I just want to say is that um, so many of you out there in the audience right now, everybody out there in the audience right now, um, and so many other people that I know who are Ayn Rand fans or objectivists or however, are really, really good. And um, uh, they really do value me and I value them. And, um, and, and I just, I get kind of down when I hear people who claim to believe in altruism, who don't have the words, who, who consider, um, rational egoism as some sort of cynicism when in fact, it's so much the opposite. It's so much the opposite selfishness um, brings out the best in people. It brings out the best in, in human relationships. And, uh, so I just want to give out, a give a shout out to rational egoism in terms of, you know what, let's be friends. Let's, let's have friendships. Let's, let's have meaningful relationships. Let's have words to put to those relationships and, uh, and celebrate them. Outstanding. You've got the five tips. You didn't have to write it down. It's all at robertnaser.com slash show notes, long version and short version as well, including a bunch of other life tips. And my point here is this is about practice, not just theory, but practice as well. That's why I ask, are you proud? Are you happy? I want that for you. I want you to act with pride, achieve your values that will lead to your happiness. And if you are both, then you just might be selfish. Self-reliant, self-developed, self-engaged, self-esteemed, enough. Either way, thank you for joining us. We trust that you, you yourself, your badass, self-interested, selfish self, we trust that you are enjoying or are actively on your way to enjoying a magnificent life on earth. 